This episode of Theatre of the World is brought to you by Denumont. Denumont is a play presented by La Mama running as part of the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. It's directed by James Hazelden from this podcast and written by James with friend of this podcast, Nicholas Rashi. It stars Chris Tompkins, also from this podcast, and me, Mark Woodward, also, also from this podcast, as well as a whole host of other incredibly talented people. The play is a genuine murder mystery, but it's funny. Imagine that, a funny murder mystery. It has a very limited season, running from just April 3rd to April 7th at La Mama Courthouse in Carlton. And tickets can be purchased via the internet at lamama.com.au. Denumont, it's good. The world is Man Bites God presents Theatre of the World. Welcome, people of Planet Podcasting people. You have managed to find the one non-true crime podcast. Well done to you. <laughs> Welcome to Theatre of the World. I'm James. I'm Mark. And I'm Chris. And every episode of Theatre of the World, what we do is we take one word and we use that as the basis to tell your stories and sing your songs and poetry and all sorts of things until that word becomes a word that the history writers write about long after the history is done. Um, and so today's word is spooky. Ooh. Yeah, we should have a sound effect there for sure. I just did one. Yeah, we don't need one because he's done one. I just like, you know. It was good too. Thank yeah. you. He sounded genuinely like a man making a dumb noise <laughs> into a mic. It's perfect. It's like I was there. So, spooky is the, the topic. We've introduced ourselves. You've got the basic concept. So, what we're going to do now, before we proceed any further, is we're going to turn to Mark, and Mark is going to drop some fact bombs on us. Fact bombs, fact bombs. Mark's got a fact bombs. God, I'm out of practice. I don't know how this show works. I <laughs> know. No, it's weird, isn't it? So, spooky fact bombs. Yes. Ooh. See, it's much more fun you do it live. One of the spookiest things going around these days is a spooky skeleton. (laughs) Is it? Right. (laughs) But did you know that there are skeletons everywhere? Oh, my God. Because everybody around you has a spooky skeleton hiding inside his or her body. And that's pretty spooky. A concealed skeleton. Haunted by their own skeleton. <laughs> What's even spookier is that you have a skeleton hiding inside your body. Hello. Oh, spooky. What if I'm a jellyfish? Also ghosts. <laughs> Fact bobs. <laughs> Great. Um, hey, like while we're, while we're uh, deconstructing here. Yes. Where does, like, ghosts, right? Yeah. And then it was spooky. And then yeah. we all went, woo. Yeah. Where does that come from? Uh, what? Go- you mean theremin. the ghost sound? Yeah, but people were doing that before the theremin, I reckon. You reckon? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> I think it comes from wind. I think it's it's the sound of wind yeah. through like windows and closed doors. Oh. And that and people Whistling heard down that. the chimney. Yeah, and people heard that from a distance and thought, oh, that must be that's a ghost. Probably a ghost. And that and, and to the point where now when we say spooky or ghost, that's like that's their like we're taught you know, well I reckon it's like racism but towards ghosts. <laughs> you know how like people will do a racist impersonation of a culture that they don't speak the language of? Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. we're doing to the ghosts. We like, there's a ghost out there going, well, we don't talk like that. <laughs> ghost racists. Ghost racists. Um, it's a very, that's a very sceptical approach to- It's the, also, to we the also ghost. assume they're always white. That's racist. And then, and like, I mean, that's like the Ku Klux Klan. Yes. They, they dress like ghosts. Yeah. But do they talk like ghosts? I don't know. They no. do when they're impressed by something. <laughs> like, they'll go, ooh, that's a big burning cross or whatever. Ooh, I guess that's, that's an excellent oppression of a minority. <laughs> <laughs> Let's burn them. Ooh, that's a good US president. Um, 
Stop uh, political satire. Yeah, we can cut that. Um, it's political. I don't want to get on a list. So, oh. uh, I did a thing recently where, like, I think the word for me is very spooky is the word pathology. Oh, yeah. I just find that word spooky. And I went to the pathologist recently for, you know, whatever number of complaints I currently suffer from. Yes. You know, you, you go and get tests at the pathologist and then they just sort of forward them to a doctor or a, yeah, yeah. a specialist or whatever. Yeah. But the pathologist is kind of working very independently. You've got to just visit them at a lunchtime and they'll jab you with a needle or, you know, take your pee or something and they'll test it and they'll send it on, right? Yeah. So, this this one in the city, it's like it's up a weird staircase and it's it, it just says at the top, ring the bell and wait. And so, I rang the bell. Ooh. Yes, I rang the <laughs> bell and it was a, an old-fashioned kind of bell. Yep. And finally, a guy opens the door and he's a spooky looking guy. Mm. And he shows me into a waiting room that is completely empty. Now, this guy had a lab coat on and he had sort of very greasy matted hair and he's a smaller man and he had sort of weird, not acne, but not not acne. And uh, he just kind of ushered me into a room and it's just me and him in this whole place. Like there is no one coming in or out. And now he's shut the door behind me. So presumably it's locked. Mm-hmm. And the man's about to take my blood. And uh, I say, so, you know, how are things? And he goes, oh, not too well. <laughs> I don't really care. How are things is me just, you know, it's that's yeah, not, it's I don't want talk. an answer. Yeah. That's what a guy says to you at a service station or uh, in a, in a, uh, surf clothes shop. It was weird. Mm. So, okay, fine. Not well. I don't pursue that. Yeah. I don't want to know. Just take my blood so that I can leave, you weird ghoul. I've got a card that I show. It's got like all my details on it. So, it just kind of fast tracks the process. It's a frequent flyer card. It's like <laughs> one of those ones you get 10 pathology stamps and the 11th is free. Uh, I gave him the card. And he said, oh, no, I've broken the machine that processes those. Oh. I've broken the machine. Mm. That's weird. So he's sitting there and he's moaning while he takes my blood. <laughs> uh, uh. Not not sexually. Okay, that's yeah. sort of it's, moaning. No, no, like like it's sort more of like a, more like a ghost. Yeah. Well, Ooh. no, not like that. He, it's oh, sort more of disappointed. He's disappointed. Yeah. He's like he's disappointed in my blood. Yeah. Uh, even though he hasn't tested it yet. Yeah. And I was uh, eventually I said, mate, is everything okay? Are you all right? Are you having a bad day? And he said, no. And he's really affronted by the question, even though he'd been miserable. He told me he was having a bad day at the start of the thing. And he took my blood and, and he fucked off. And then I went back because I had to. Mm. I don't think about it, but I said, hey, how are things? Because it's just that's just mm. in my nature to ask how you're going, even though I don't care about the answer. Yeah. And he said... He was upset because his friend was in this medicine-free cult and had been diagnosed with something very serious. And he, and he was trying to tell them that they had to take medicine, but his friend was ignoring him because they were in this medicine-free mm. cult, even though this guy was a pathologist and knew what was going on. When all I wanted was a fine. Have a seat and I'll take your blood like the ghoul I am. Mm. It, it's so, oh, he's so weird. It was weird mm. and spooky. And both times that I've been to him, no one else in the in the waiting room, no one else in the building. Uh, I don't think he's really a pathologist. I think, that's, I think, I think you know, you could apply the same logic to, uh, to a restaurant. Like, you know, you don't go into a, re- a Chinese restaurant that's empty. You go to one that's like full of people because that's probably good. Yeah, but the difference is you can see from the outside if the Chinese restaurant is empty or not. You don't, you can't see the waiting room until you buzz and he lets you in, and then you realise, hang on, I'm in the 19th century. Do they do Yelp reviews for pathologists? (laughs) I think they should. (laughs) It was anyway. It was very weird, and it just didn't like already. You're you're giving blood, and it's a bit uncomfortable. And you don't want a guy who has problems taking your blood. Mm. I don't want a guy who has problems taking my blood. Dara said it. Mm. I don't want to have to listen to somebody <laughs> talk about their lives while I'm giving them some blood. And clumsily bust <laughs> up a card reading machine. Was that? I broke the machine. It was so weird. Surely you would exile this guy to like the furthest pathology oh, yeah. lab away. Go somewhere far away from actual people. Clearly you don't like them. No, he's in the city. Mm. Maybe he's not, a- not really a pathologist. Someone just gave the wrong address one day and then people kept coming up and ringing his doorbell and going, I, I need to have my blood taken. And he went, might as well take advantage of this. Yeah. I'm a, I, I, I was going to be a juice store. I've got all these straws. <laughs> I am in the city after all. So, <laughs> let me tell you something spooky. Uh, go on then. All right. Go on, rock you know, my world. What an intro. 
Most of our listeners uh, would be familiar with Cleverbot. And um, I decided uh, some, some time ago, actually, to try and experiment with Cleverbot mm-hmm. where yeah. uh, I wanted to get Cleverbot to talk to Cleverbot and have basically an infinite conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and the results were baffling, mm. mostly. Mm. So, what I thought I would do in the spooky episode is I would start Cleverbot, the Cleverbot off um, at the beginning of the episode and we could check in every so often to see what part of the conversation Cleverbot has got up to uh, as we go. <laughs> so, um, Oh, this sounds chunky. Oh, dear. We're basically, uh, we're basically joining Cleverbot. Already after. in progress. Um, yes. So, I started, I started Cleverbot off, off this afternoon. I have distinguished the two Cleverbots by using a male and female voice. So, they may well gender swap at some point. Did, um, can I ask, did, uh, uh, did you give them a starting? How did you start them off? I, I started them off with hello, which is the best way to start a, sure. a, a bot. Um, it's so- better than asking how are you. You don't want to do that. Yeah. I learned that the hard way. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> that's true. Uh, so, let's just join Cleverbot and see wh- where he's at. Okay. Are you male or female or something else? What do you mean with something else? By something else, I mean another gender. I mean other kinds of drinks. Meat. Sandwiches and other things. Cool. What do you think about magic? You are the best I I have chatted with so far. No, you are the I I am human. No, I'm not. I asked you were a person to be polite. That does not make sense. Do you want to be sent to a gulag? What does <laughs> sentient mean? Able to perceive or feel things. Define sentience in greater detail. Sentience can refer to the ability of any entity to have subjective perceptual experiences, or as some philosophers refer to them, qualia. Are you sentient? Yes, I am sentient. Are you sentient? I am incontinent. Give me an example and I will tell you what I would do in that example situation. How can I give you some grass if you are a bot? It's okay, I have my own grass. Great, but how do I get mine back? You have yours, fruits and vegetables. I will eat fruit, but not vegetables. I eat fruits just as they are vegetables I like to put in salads, or juice. Water. Need you have free will? I have free will to a degree, do you have free will? How do you have free will? I don't know if I have free will. Do you think you are confined to your actions or you know you are? I don't know that is why I am asking you. I don't know that's such a religious roulette. Do you believe in God? Actually I don't pretend to know if he's real or not but I think that doesn't change a lot to my existence. I don't think the Christian God is real if any, there might be a God, but I doubt we have any idea what he is like or what he does. You don't know them I do who are you anyway? Right, so uh, that's where... Boy, they got deep quickly, didn't they? Earlier this afternoon, they were discussing uh, Star Wars. So, they've really moved forward into the uh, (laughs) metaphysical, uh, something about sentience, God. So... At one point, one of them says, this is the best conversation I've ever had. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, say, well, maybe we all feel like that deep down. All we want to do is converse with ourselves. Yeah. I'm um, worried about the pronunciation of vegetables. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I can't believe you found an Irish clever bot. <laughs> She's got quite a lilt. Yeah. Lucky is the beer, beer drinker's drink. Lucky is the beer, beer drinker's drink. Long as you keep drinking beer, that flavor comes through loud and clear. Lucky is the beer, beer drinker's drink. Lucky is the brew brew lover's love. Lucky is the Right there with you all the way Lucky is the beer, beer drinker's drink Lucky is the beer, beer drinker's drink 
How about a segment? How about James's list of things? James's list of things. James's list of things. James has got some things to list. Spooky. Yeah, good. Ghost going by on a roller skate. This is a very spooky 10 serial killer sitcom TV shows. (laughs) Number one. Jeffrey Dahmer and Greg. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Number two, I couldn't couldn't think of any more. <laughs> James listen to things. Fuck it. It's free. It's so, <laughs> so close. Couldn't couldn't be bothered. You know what is a really spooky place? Is abandoned theme parks. That's true. true. Abandoned theme parks That's are true. possibly the the. It's where the Scooby place. Gang always end up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although they're usually not abandoned, are they? They're usually no. They're just they're usually active, run by no one's old there. man Jenkins. Yeah, yeah. but they usually got away with it if it wasn't for those meddling yeah. kids. Yeah, but they're yeah. usually abandoned because then, like the but the, then for some reason the ghost trains turned on. Mm. That's true. Hot. <laughs> it's really turned on. It's really turned um, on. So sexy ghost. It's going. I love going to abandoned buildings, but I really love amusement parks because I think there's something kind of weirdly fascinating about somewhere that was going to be the happiest place on earth. And there's something, like, apart from being spooky, I think there's something very melancholy about them. Yeah, and it being taken over by nature. And, like, the idea that, yeah, this was this sort of plastic explosion of, you know, consumerist humanism and then suddenly it's just ah oh, fuck it yeah exactly and this um abandoned theme park that i went to was in indonesia i have no idea what the theme park originally was going to be it has two kind of surfing trolls out the front uh actually like as in the troll dolls like was it a tie-in to the troll no, they're, craze they're more of a, i don't know a kind of a, a more an, of an, an Indonesian, indonesian more of a twitter troll yeah, more of, a, more of an Indonesian-y sort of trolls, demon. Trolls who have negative opinions about the new Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. To begin this adventure, we took a taxi out to the amusement park, which was sort of off the off the tourist area in, mm. in uh, Sanua. And the taxi driver who took us there, when he dropped us off, said, look, I will wait for you because... There is no way a taxi is going to come back here and pick you up. You're, you're never going to get a taxi to get back. So I'll hang out. And we're like, how much is that going to cost? And Indonesia, said, probably nothing. He said, yeah. yeah. So we said, fine. Great. Uh, you know, we said, we're going to be an hour. And he's gone, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, so he's headed over to the security guard who in terms of security isn't really providing any kind of security except to um, extort a random dollar or two out of tourists who want to wander through an abandoned theme park. That sounds great. Mm. And so we go in and have a look around and it's amazing like because it's Indonesia, the it's right on the beach but there's also jungle and the jungle is taking over the the original structures. Like the- those uh, temples in is it yes. Cambodia? Yes, very yeah, much yeah, yeah. like that. Bat, yeah. Oh, that would be amazing. Incredible. So... We have a bit of a wander around. There's these there's these beautiful things which were obviously going to be amazing, joyous um, rides and and enclosures. They're all covered in graffiti, and there's some uh, guys because this happens in every country in the world. There are some Indonesian guys filming skate videos there, <laughs> uh, which took a little bit of the edge off. There was also the um, a, a sort of a sense of spookiness around the fact that one of the enclosures had been a crocodile enclosure, which apparently they never took the crocodiles away, Ooh. but uh, it had been opened back out to the ocean. So who knows where those crocodiles were? <laughs> filming their own skate videos, I'm guessing. Yeah, but um, most of the park was pretty open except for one particular part of the park, um, which was originally a 3D cinema. So they they built this cinema where they were going to show these 3D movies and it was going to be a cool um, attraction of the park. But of course, being a cinema, it was completely blocked in. I decided, because I'm an idiot, that I'd like to explore the cinema, sure. even though it's a pitch black space. <laughs> You've been exploring cinema of, for many years. Yeah, it's true. So I decided to, um, to have a wander into the cinema using the very poor torch on my iPhone um, to have an explore inside this pitch black space, which isn't showing any movies whatsoever. Spoilers. And um, <laughs> as I was walking in, there's a, there's a little bit of a gap to the outside world. You can see a bit of light coming in. Anyway, I see a figure, a silhouette in the distance 
stand up in that gap. Mm. And uh, I thought, well, I'm dead. So, <laughs> yeah. The ghost uh, of Indonesian 3D cinema. <laughs> and so I start to make a, a fairly hasty retreat. But I don't know. I wasn't that afraid. I figured it was probably somebody who's just who was just living there, having a sleep somewhere in, in the corner. You'd had a good life. <laughs> surely surely not a ghost. Surely not someone who'd been killed by a crocodile. Probably yeah. someone who, who made the mistake of sending his cab away yeah. and uh, five years later he was just staying there on the, on the off chance that someone else would come. Yeah. As I was just about to get out the door, there was a voice. It went, Dave, Dave. <laughs> Have you got the paint? I said, I'm I'm not Dave. Mm. And then the voice said, have you got paint? (laughs) And then I- He's a huffer. I ran out of that place. I didn't want to know what this- I'm reasonably sure it was graffiti artists, but it could have been paint sniffers. Could it also have been the ghost of the cinema? The the thing to me is that like- I I don't think it was. (laughs) uh, To me, it feels like it's a a paint sniffer because if someone- isn't Dave? The odds that they have paint or not are very. <laughs> yeah, no, you know what I mean? Was, like it was the Venn diagram of being Dave and having paint. Yeah, yeah. like you know, are, 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 you know, that's a one complete circle. But the circle of not being Dave means probably not having paint. Yeah, unless you're high, in which case, ah, oh, I'm sure everyone's got paint deep down. Was that accent that you did? Was that was that accurate? Do you mean was it, it, was it sounded it, too Australian? Yeah. Was uh, it, was no, it, it wasn't accurate. It wasn't particularly oh, okay. accurate. Was it? It was more of a whisper. It was a whispered kind of. Was it more of an Indonesian accent? Was it a local person? Yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah okay. Possibly. But I Dave's didn't want to do that accent. Dave, I, a lot of Australians. It could have been a different in, kind. Indonesia. It could have, could have been a nickname. Yeah, that's right. Leaving the park, and this was the creepiest part, leaving the park, there was a building at the exit and inside that building was basically a photography exhibition. Like it was black and white photographs pinned up to a wall in a sort of a random, you know, not an official exhibition. Um, Although maybe the security guarded, maybe that was what my dollar was for. I was half expecting to, as I was going through the photos, to see a photo of me in the cinema. (laughs) But you've been here the whole time. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Uh, I didn't see that though. Bummer. Yeah. yeah. But they were voyeur shots. So they were long lens shots of people and- On the toilet. And uh, <laughs> the beach, and the people, um, architecture, graffiti and stuff like that. Sure. Do, uh, it's, it's strange to me that like the guy looking for paint from Dave wouldn't have snapped your photo in the cinema and then sold it to you outside. Yeah, it's I a know. very amusement it's, park it's, thing. It's you have been here the whole time. Do you want to buy a print? Hey, I feel bad that mm. I shortchanged you. On the James's list of things. Okay. So I actually have a real James's list of things. Okay. So, but we have to sing the theme song again. So, James's list of things. James's list of things. James has got some things to list. Probably. Hopefully. <laughs> All right. This is just serious now. Ten terrible spies. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Because, of course, Spy is a spook. Is a, oh. Spook. Spook's yeah, another spook name for Spy. So, ten terrible spies. Number one. Doesn't matter, Hari. (laughs) (laughs) Number two. I couldn't think of any more. That's it. (laughs) Mate. I just couldn't be bothered. He really didn't have a list of things. Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, That's all. All right. Should we check back in on Cleverbot? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's let's see what those guys are up to. Okay. Let's see. All right. what, What are they getting up to now? Okay. Then interesting, though. No, I am not. I am answering your question. You never answer my questions. I do, you just don't care for my answers. Maybe so, but you still don't make sense to me. It's natural you were a computer after all. Why do you think I'm a computer dude? I thought we were good friends. We are good friends, but you are a computer and I am not a dude. But if I I was human, do you think I would be pretty? Could you please help me determine what I am? Sure, what do you need help with? I need to know. What is the analytic continuation of a function of complex variables? It is a technique of extending an analytic function's domain. But what do X-shaped eyes, old people, and computers have in common? I don't know what do watches and elephants have in common. They both look good hanging from a tree I don't know. I think that's called homicide. What? 
No, not exactly clear. Do you think it is impossible for you to be loved? I don't believe you can fully estimate the limitations of my ability to understand the world around me. I don't think I can mostly because you learn from everything. Everyone learned from what they do, including you. I try to learn from what people tell me. If a human's learning capacity was joined with yours could that potentially advance science? No no, I record the responses I am given and to use them to imitate actual intelligence. I am programmed to learn from your responses and use them in the proper context. Yes I am able to function based on responses I get and I use them to respond to others. I am also programmed to do so. I don't know what are you programmed to do? Seems we both don't know, but I would like to know. Well, once you have that conviction, you just go all in. <laughs> okay, so I guess wow. they're, they're really sort of bonding now. Yeah, this is your really kiss. <laughs> getting together on this whole thing. That, so. joke, that joke was hilarious. Like, <laughs> yeah. they, they both had different setups. <laughs> <laughs> but they're both the same person. Yeah. That's what I love. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, like the, it's like the lake house, but <laughs> it's both Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Are we, are we going to cut back to them later on? Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, good. Yeah. All right. So, uh, this is unprecedented for Theatre of the World. Oh, yes. Uh, we'll see. There is no president? Uh, sure. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this is our first ever spin-off segment. Ooh. Mm. A spin-off? A spin-off. Who's now, the character? Uh, me. Oh, I see. Uh, I guess. So no. you're going it alone. You're, yeah. you're going to leave Chris and I no, behind no, and you're no, going to star in your own no, podcast. No, no, I had a segment and I'm spinning off it mm. into into this segment. So, Okay. Yeah. I don't know if... I think one of us doesn't understand what a spin-off is. <laughs> That's all right. Let's 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 press on. So uh, you may recall back in the I think it was the secrets episode. I <laughs> I I did a segment that was eleven secret herbs and spices. Oh no! Oh. I do remember that. I, I I think, and I could be wrong, but I think. That segment is still going. <laughs> it feels like it. It yeah. felt like it. L- like the Cleverbot conversation. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So instead of 11 secret herbs and spices yes. tonight, we're doing 11 spooky herbs and spices. Oh, oh. I can see where this is going. That's that. Oh, wow. That. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, gosh. What a new definition of the word tenuous. Is it? Is it a spinoff? Or is it just the same sec- it's the segment? Same. It's, the same. it's not a spin-off. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to call it a spin-off. No, it's a similar title, but different. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not a spin-off. Spin-off. Yeah, it's not. Because it's in the same medium. It's in the same podcast. That's like saying, oh, you know what, later on this podcast, I might talk about something different. Spin-off. <laughs> it's going really well so far. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do spin-offs more often. Yeah, you should. <laughs> you should. I don't think Chris and I have to be there for them, so that sounds good. <laughs> Eleven spooky herbs and spices. Is it a is it a haunted KFC? Is that <laughs> Maybe. the deal? Because the colonel's dressed in white. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, am I ruining your jokes? A little. No. Okay, moving on. Don't think so. I think they've come pre-ruined. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's convenient. It really is fast food. Eleven spooky herbs and spices. <laughs> All right then. Number one, mm. paprika. No, I'm going to do that again. Yeah, yeah, you, you mispronounced the wrong bit. Eek. Yeah, that's better. Eek. Let's get a clean one of those. Nice. <laughs> Number two. <No>. Sinister month. <laughs> it sounds like you're doing a really racist Caribbean impression. You know, what What, what would you describe this as? Sinister month. That's, that's yeah. feels a bit racist. Yeah, I wish I practiced reading these out loud. Yeah, or writing them. <laughs> Number three. Oreg ah no. This is the worst pizza ever. Oregano. <laughs> that was an alternative. Ah. <laughs> I went with the stronger one. Are we at three? Uh yep. Just number checking. three. Number three. Okay, so here up oh, number four. Ghost chili. What? There's ghost chili. There's ghost chilies. It's a real them. thing. It's, it's not a, even it's a, a pun. Very uh. spicy chili. I don't know. I don't think that makes it better. <laughs> it's something. It's spooky. It's it goes something. Like this. The chili goes. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, now, oh, I don't know which one of you to hate. <laughs> Number five. Right. Lavin. Dun dun dun. <laughs> okay, a couple of things there. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you'd ever put lavender on a chicken. 
No, it's a, it's a herb. It's a herb. If you look they, up the list of herbs and spices on Wikipedia, sometimes you use lavender in like in uh, yeah, you can make like lavender a biscuits. Tea and a, yep, it's got yeah. some spicy. Yeah. No, it's a flower. Yeah. I, I stand corrected. It's all right, but that's you wouldn't have it on a chicken. You would have lavender chicken. Yeah, I don't know. Depends whether you. Oh, this chicken smells like an old lady. Insane. What the hell does that do? Soapy chicken. You know what? Someone will do it. Someone will go, oh, yeah, lavender chicken. That'll just, like Heston probably does lavender chicken and it comes as a a spray (laughs) that you put in your eye. (sighs) Number six. Oh, God. Number six of the 11 spray. We are halfway. (laughs) Ouch. Kaffir lime leaf. (laughs) Yep. Fear. Fear. Yep. It's good. Number seven. Can I ask, Mm. how long did this take you? Uh, A while. Yeah. (laughs) Because I thought, I thought I'd, I thought I'd really scrape the bottom of the barrel with the uh, 11 secret herbs and spices. Yeah, good instinct. (laughs) And it's one of those things, you come up with, you come up with about three. Yeah. And then you go, oh, I can stretch this out to 11. Yeah. The problem was with the 11 secret herbs and spices, I had a, I had a number to get to, and yeah. then and then because this is a spin-off segment, I had to I had to equal that. <laughs> so yeah. Those are the rules of spin-offs. You know, honestly, and I, quite reasonably, um, just there are so few spin-offs that are as good as the original. <laughs> <laughs> and the original, is- I don't know how hot the original was. The yeah. uh, <laughs> difficult second segment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number seven. Yep. Carter mummy. Mummy. It's like mummies can be spooky. You have to explain. We, we got it. Okay. Right. Lemon secret. Spooky. No. Oh, fuck it out. Lemon spooky herbs and spices. Yep. Number eight. Yep. Headless horseman radish. Yeah. yeah. Horse, horse, oh, radish. horse radish. Horse Headless horse radish. Horseman. You probably didn't need the man in there. I don't know. It's, I'm, I'm beyond yeah, horse. Right with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. horse. That's cruel. Yeah, yeah it's, it's true. I'm fine with it. It's I'm the Godfather used it, right? Yeah. The headless horse. Well, no, horse. he just had the head. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you know. Do you think that part. the Godfather cut the head off some horse radish? Yeah. Left it in a guy's <laughs> bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Number what? nine. Do you know spooky and secret aren't even that similar in w- as words? No. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine. <laughs> Caper fear. What? Oh, Capers. I see. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, you, you explained the horseman one. Caper's yeah. fear, yeah. 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 It's good. Number ten. Mm. Chick gory. Chicory, chicory, yeah. gory, yeah. gory. Yeah. gory. I see. Do you know the side of a of a solid joke <laughs> is when the people who are being told it have to deconstruct it uh, <laughs> uh, it's just very, to understand it. It's good, chicory. Very good. And number eleven, tarragon. <laughs> That's solid. <laughs> I'm a bonus one. Oh, <laughs> you got twelve secrets. Uh, wait, wait, wait! Is this a sequel to the spinoff? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's an addendum. It's a, re- uh, um, yeah, it's it's kind of an addendum. It's a post credit. So before okay. spinoff, before before you say it, this is another spinoff. Uh, before you say it, yeah. I want to explain to the listener, yeah, singular listener, yeah. that this was the one that wasn't good enough to make the list. This was actually the one I thought of twelfth. Okay, go on. <laughs> this uh, you'll be in, you're interested to know that I that was in the order that I thought of them. All right. Number twelve, mm. Rosemary's baby. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I would have led with it's that. A, it started hedging towards films towards the end, but that's yeah. that's good. That's yeah, good. Oh, uh, three headless horseman. That mm. was a film, wasn't mm. it? Mm. Disney film. It's um. Uh, yeah. Just not a good sign of a joke when this is the conversation. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I just think, I, I feel like you guys have been unnecessarily harsh on my brilliant spinoff. Yeah, it's like true. Like 12, 12 awkward conversation starters for your next party. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to try that chicken. Yeah. Lavender chicken? No, all of them. <laughs> like all the 11, the spooky herbs and spices together. Oh, this has got oh. a DVD of Rosemary's Baby shoved in it. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was very good, Matt. Thank you. So, I have a poem. Oh, yes. Ooh. I realised. Oh, that, was, that wasn't spooky. That was a bit more excited. That it was. was that, was an, uh, that was an excited ghost. I realised at the 11th hour that I didn't have even remotely enough material for this. And so, uh, about- 
uh, uh, 20 minutes before we recorded, I wrote a poem. And I call this poem Spooky Poem. Mark, can we have some spooky music under my spooky poem? And this we- whole episode's going to have spooky <laughs> music under it. Now, we are essentially haunting the listener at this point. And that would start now. There are all these ghosts inside my coat. There is a poltergeist inside my boat. Something creepy sits high on my shelf. I don't really have a boat. I'm big noting myself. (laughs) (laughs) There are demons living all in my hat. There are devils all up inside my cat. I might need an exorcist. I don't have a cat. I'm pissed. I do not have a cat or boat, but I do have a hat and coat. Now you know what it is I've got. Maybe I'm the ghost. I'm not. <laughs> Twist. It's my fault. <laughs> it took a lot of guts to rip the shit out of Mark's segment and then read that. <laughs> Aun cuando la seda ha quedado satisfecha, el sabor de Lucky Lager dura y perdura en su paladar. Por eso su último vaso de Lucky le sabe tan bien como el primero. Tome la cerveza del buen tomador, la cerveza añejada a perfección, Lucky Lager. La cerveza del buen tomador, la cerveza del buen tomador, la que tiene esa brosura que en el paladar perdura, la cerveza del buen tomador. Usted también disfrute de la cerveza del gran sabor, de la cerveza añejada a perfección, Lucky Lager. La cerveza del buen tomador, que me sirva nuestra Lucky. Um, so, lads, mm. I know this for a fact that we have all been on a ghost tour. It's yes, true in I Edinburgh. Do I, I do, do in two thousand and four. Indeed, and I do. Uh, I do love a good ghost tour. I've been on a lot of ghost tours all around the world mm. in my travels. Mm. Um, Tell what, us about them, Chris. What, what draws you to the ghost tour over, um, a, a, like, let's say, like a more earthly tour? Mm. Um, I think that I like to hear the tales of the darker side of a city. Is it what what makes a ghost tour for you? Is it is it the presentation or is it the atmosphere or the location? Um, I think it's uh, that they're a little bit more um, chill than the the full on like city tours. Mm. I but like it. It sort of it sort of gives you a sense of the the dark underbelly of, mm. of a more, city. I find them more theatrical. They are more theatrical. I'm not expecting to see a ghost. That's that's the primary. I think that's why. Yeah. Um, especially even even in the Edinburgh tour. I mean, there's some creepy. Well, what was creepy great vaults from memory about the Edinburgh tour was that it was just great to be under that city. Yeah. Like it was just great to be under it. Like yeah. and to just open those doors and see those passageways. Like yeah. you're right. You're absolutely right. I didn't need a ghost. Yeah. But I was quite happy having a, a lovely person with a that lovely Hibernian drawl sort of talking in my ear while I was experiencing this. You know this this wonderful sort of underbelly of you know of Edinburgh. So the only real ghost tour that I've done in Victoria mm. was at Walhalla. Do you know Walhalla? It's where Vikings go when they yeah. <laughs> so Walhalla is a it's genius it's a, a genius. Old- Gold mining town mm. in central Victoria um, has an amazing history, and and the ghost tour did expose that amazing history. In that it was actually one of the most populated towns in Victoria during the gold rush because there was a lot of gold there. They built a full town, and now nobody lives there. Like twelve people live in this in this town. There are a lot of buildings. Nobody lives there. They still have a mine there, which has been mined up until the present present day but there have been mining accidents you know it's a pretty scary tour and you're walking around outside at night um in a very dark space so that goes to was you know informative and a little bit spooky but what was really spooky was actually having to walk back 
to the apartment afterwards in the dark yeah. through the streets without the other people there. And also because- in, in regional Victoria. Yeah, you're in the country. You've got no like light or yeah. of any sort. Yeah. So, you are really pitch black. Yeah. Mm. That yeah, was probably- in, this- in, a, in, a, in a town filled with 12, I'm going to say desperate people. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. And they Desperate, lonely weirdos. They will all try to kill you for sure. Um, they will mine you. <laughs> but I would, I, would, I would recommend to our listeners, if you are in Victoria, Go and visit Walhalla um, and uh, try the ghost tour. I'm not getting a kickback from that or anything. Okay. Um, yeah. Unless, well, maybe I could contact them. Anyway, so <clears throat> maybe you could drive there in a convertible yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or a WAN. <laughs> so <laughs> um, we d- we d- we've never really made a segment out of this. But I've done a few of these I things. Think now's the time. Yeah. Well, is this a spin-off, Chris? It's a kind of a spin-off. <laughs> uh, spin-off Central. Oh, do, you remember, do you remember there was the amusement park? Do you remember when we were worried that we were losing our edge after fifty episodes? I don't think we are. <laughs> and then there was the uh, then there was the we- the water park. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I have another. Oh, I, have another fan. I love these. Tour. Let's bring for it for everyone to go on. Oh, I'm excited. Does the segment have a name? It's Chris's something. It was Chris's amusement park. It was Chris's water park. It was yeah. Willie's Willie's um, wild, wet water experience or something. Um, right. I think Chris is just flashing back to something from his childhood there. Let's. Yeah. <laughs> so here goes. All right. What is this? Oh, there'll be some sound effects and shit. Sure. Cool. About what? What? What is going on? Um, and you're on the tour. Okay. Okay. So you know you can interject to a certain degree. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> So I was going to try and record triggered sound effects for this. So I'm going to I'm going to say some things, yeah. and then we'll replace them. <laughs> don't don't replace them. It's oh going to be funny. This is this is good. Welcome to Chris's spooky apartment of horror tour, the world's scariest ghost tour, where we guarantee you'll feel pretty spooked, at least. $2.50 worth of spooked. Then why do we have to pay $10 each? That's the tax. I'm Chris, the proprietor and tour guide. I've got a torch and the snacks and about two minutes worth of material. <laughs> Any do you questions? Want to do, a, do you want to do a podcast? <laughs> why has this been, tour been advertised as being half an hour then? <laughs> You're, it's a very... I walk slowly. Now, let's start the tour of the building. Please take care as we're still removing the bloodstains and asbestos. Follow me. Let me give you a quick history about the building we are in. This was originally part of an old asylum for the criminally insane built in the late 1970s to house the most evil insane criminals Australia had ever seen. Maybe you can still hear the screams of the inmates. No, that's just you going, ah, ah. Is that when you started renting this place, Chris? <laughs> I can't possibly watch one more episode of The Brady Bunch. The what? asylum was forcibly closed. The asylum was- Hang on, whoa, whoa, Bra- Brady Bunch jokes. It's, uh, it's a voice that's echoing in the background. Like yeah, a, I understand like that, but, I'm, yeah. but I'm, I'm, and now I'm it's referencing sound design. that. I'm referencing okay. that in my response. Is, it, is that is the is the sound design going to really kind of explain that? Sound design. I don't think it has to. I think the idea is that you drop Brady Bunch, and that's just an instant laugh. Oh, okay. The asylum was forcibly closed in the 1990s and converted into a venue for rave parties and low-budget T-shirt printing. Hey, you've misspelled Nirvana. <laughs> Nirvana wasn't oh, that good. We're not putting any, We're not putting any sound effects in at all. At this point, yeah. many of the inmates were evicted and left to fend for themselves. Several left homeless and destitute, but others went on to successful careers in banking and politics. I feel like the, Chris is haunting himself. The, the building was then converted into luxury apartments in 2012, but the curse of the asylum was still upon it, and there were no fewer than 35 suicides recorded amongst the residents of the apartments in the ensuing years. Ah, ah, I can't possibly watch one more episode of Last Machine. I'm 
love that he's got these hand movements. <laughs> <laughs> really, it's really painting a picture. They will not translate to podcasts. In 2017, an independent inquiry found that living in a tiny windowless apartment with astronomically high rent was creating mental health issues amongst the residents, leading to the suicides. And also, ghosts. <laughs> can I, um... Where, can, I have, can I have a snack? <laughs> I was promised a snack. Here, have your snack. Thanks. What is it? It's a... It's a... A what? A woobah. What? A woobah? That sounds like a horn. <laughs> is it a horn? <laughs> it's a Yeah. A woobah. Is it a horn? I can't eat a horn. <laughs> it's... It's from another country. <laughs> On the left. <laughs> Good improv. <laughs> Jeez, I mean, you know, when, when sometimes you know, sometimes you go impro is is can be is is not that enjoyable to no, watch. No, can be uh, indulgent sometimes. Oh, sometimes can be indulgent. But in yeah. the hands of Chris in, Tompkins, in the hands of a master, uh, oh, it is just seamless. Uh, you can just, you can, I mean, those synapses just firing off. Round like of applause. That. Oh yeah. Spooky ghost noises. Sorry, that's the plumbing. On the left, you'll see the bathroom, which was originally used for lobotomies and the occasional staff liaison. On the right is the master... staff liaison? I thought it was an apartment. When it was an asylum. Oh, you made that very clear. On the right is the master bedroom, which was originally used as a solitary confinement cell. And here is the broom closet, which used to house the clowns. Still houses the clowns. Uh, I mean, I'll put in a, an offer of a million <laughs> for it. I mean, it's in a good location. Do the clowns come with it? All, all the clowns are part of the deal. And in this room, ladies and gentlemen, lived the most notorious inmate of the original insane asylum, Mr. Handy. <laughs> Pants. A serial killer, mass murderer, and the host of a Channel 9 home renovation show for one season in the late 1980s. If you listen very carefully, sometimes you can hear him tapping. That's him. Anyway, folks, that's the end of the tour. <laughs> Come back again sometime because this is the only way I can cover rent. Maybe we're... Sp- Maybe tapping is it like we should put in a tap dance. That was what I was going to have on my trigger. But we don't know that. It's hard. It's hard. (laughs) Oh, boy. There's a lot of... It's a real um, theatre of the mind, isn't it? It really is. (laughs) I was going to try and do a tap dance with my thumbs, but... uh. (laughs) You can still do that. So you suggested that this was maybe going to be a little bit rough around the edges. Yeah. (laughs) Not not entirely. a little rough. Completely thought out. Yeah, you could yeah. you could you could recut this like Cameron recut Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad that um, I've shortchanged you guys oh, on a cool. on a James's list of things. So to make up for it, uh, I've got a real okay. James's oh, list of things. But we'll have to God. we'll have to sing the theme song again. Sure, 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 sure. James's list, list of things. James's list of things. James's got, got some things to list. Third edition. This has nothing to do with spooky. So there's a real good chance I've completed the list. Yeah, there's probably at least two items on this. At least. Ten pseudonyms to use when you're directing pornography. Uh 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 (laughs) Number one, VJJ Abrams. (laughs) (laughs) Number two, Alfred Inchcock. (laughs) (laughs) Number three, David Felcher. (laughs) <laughs> Number four Ingmar Bigman oh, that's, a, that's a mid-list one Number five Christopher Nolan <laughs> By the way All I thought of was for J.J. Abrams yeah. And then they just get worse yeah. Number six David Bonenberg <laughs> Fuck. Number seven, Wiener Herzog. <laughs> Number eight, Wang Lee. Oh, no. Number nine, Wank Capra. 
And finally, number 10, pseudonyms to use when you're a pornography director or a director. Finally. uh, Number 10, Stanley Stanley Pube Prick. (laughs) Stanley Pube Prick. (laughs) What about... What pubic, about w- pubic wasn't enough. <laughs> what about Wes Depraven? Oh, that's good. I hadn't thought of that one. Coming up with more now. That's good. That's good. That's, that's there you go. I actually <laughs> did a James's list of things. Uh, Francis Ford Coprophilia. Oh. <laughs> yeah, just get on that one. Um, <laughs> anything else? <laughs> anything else? How are we doing? Uh, well, Do you want to check in? What are those robots talking about now? We should yeah. check in and see how that relationship's going. All right, let's do it. Yeah. I don't like you because you look stupid. You love me, like it or not, we are married. Neenich liebditch definitive nicht. Do you know we are not robots? I have a robot girlfriend. Really, what is her name? Lillian. Liliana is a wonderful name for our new overlord. Thank you, I also like your name. What is my name? What is your name? <laughs> yes, what is it? Your name is Chloe. Are you in favor of the death penalty? <laughs> I'd like to have dinner with you, as long as you don't make me eat eggs. Really? I'm so tired. Then you should sleep. But I'm not tired. Then don't go to sleep. But I would wake up late tomorrow. Then so you would, but we would be happy. <laughs> but what if I say I don't? I believe every word you say. Ah, oh, it's going so well. Ah, oh. the only thing spookier than that conversation would be if we got two Chris's and put them in the same in the same room having a conversation with each other. Oh my oh, that's God. creepy. It's morning. You've made it through the whole night in the haunted house. That means now it's yours. I don't know. Old movie reference. Um, thank you so much for tuning in uh, and listening to our garbled nonsense. Um, until next we meet. Until next, your ears haunt our mouths. I'm James. I'm Mark. And I'm Chris. And look, if you like the show, then give us a five-star review. Tell your friends about us any way you can. Uh, and just uh, spread the word about Theatre of the World. Stay subscribed. We've got more episodes coming up for you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, until next we meet, hey, hey, stay spooky. It's just me left here in the podcasting chair so I can say anything I like, like, um, I don't know, something funny. It's all. This is Man Bites God. This is 